So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. That's unreal. That's um. Isn't that crazy? Why would I be watching under eighteen turns? Uh, why wouldn't you, dude? They're the future, Thomas. They're the future. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is like, dude. Listen, dude. I would have watched it, but I was watching Hangman Adam Page get put through a table <laughs> with thumbtacks on it. Yeah, oh. sorry. No, I was watching Tomohiro Ishii um, I, and El Desperado. I'm kind of sorry. like that, like some type of. Hentai website? I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, okay, that's that's gross, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, I watched it together actually. That's um, even more uh, gross, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm unsettled. I can only imagine how the one guy that was chirping us on Twitter last week is feeling. Oh, um, yeah. I, I know. We wanted to get uh, him on the pod, but we wanted to get him on the pod, but he refused to comment. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> Wait, my what was this? I kind of forget. <laughs> where he said, where he said, he on the shit, get a job. Like, shit, comma, get a job. So, <laughs> oh, the podcast thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so but joke, jokes, on him, jokes on him. We don't have jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Second, second joke. Listen, I'm <laughs> sure your 57 followers loved your commentary on the best hockey podcast in the world. I know Thomas tried to for two. Thomas tried to give me the advice not to give him the attention because that's all he's looking for. I'm giving you yeah. all the attention you want. Come at me again. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God, if this guy has more commentary, Carter, I'm gonna rent out a barn and you guys are gonna have a fist fight a la Brian Burke. Like uh, like right? Moe's like, like Moe's and Ryan. Yeah. From the office. It could be like that. Could be like that. <laughs> he has the worst Anyways, so this the worst bio possible. Sorry. Yeah, this guy read his bio. Yeah, let's read it. Um, okay. Leafs, hashtag Leafs forever and NHL and news, period. Hashtag next level, which is the Jays hashtag. Hashtag we the North. Cool. Obviously yeah. the nice. Hashtag fly eagle. Hashtag fly eagles fly. Oh um, my god. Oh nice. We we do, we don't accept him. Um, so he's, he's nice a together. scumbag. So he's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag red well, together i don't know what red together is maybe it's tfc oh yeah maybe oh no apparently it's liverpool um oh, you should love course. this guy you should love this guy thomas <laughs> he's an eagles fan, and yeah. a fan. No. <laughs> maybe it's me um <laughs> yeah. it's just your burner <laughs> yeah cory perry did it Corey Perry did it on purpose. Hashtag put Perry. In ah, oh my and then, god! The last one. Hashtag boycott Ontario milk. I don't know oh, what that's about. Yeah, neither do I. You uh, click the, the least the, the least jersey sponsor, maybe. Oh yeah. Oh maybe. Because you click that hashtag, and it the only tweet with that hashtag is him tweeting at the spitting chicklets um tweet about the leafs getting the milk advertisement and it's literally just him <laughs> oh, on september cool. 20th 2022 um this guy's gonna start a revolution he's gonna like a big yeah. big loser he's um, like the um wow. i'm trying to I'm trying to think he's like the coney movement for leafs getting milk off their jersey <laughs> <Coney>. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember Coney yeah. 2016 or 2012 or whatever? Oh, 2012, yeah. How can I forget Coney? Coney 2012? Yeah, yeah dude, please. Yeah, yeah. I, was yeah in, I, was in, I was in my last year of 
high school is a big hit. Um, and, wow. and you're like watching the video, you're like, this guy is doing what in Africa? <laughs> yeah, excuse what? me. I, I better a, put I up flyers in Durham. I better put up flyers yeah. in the Durham region. He's going to find me. <laughs> hey, listen, and let me be clear. That's not to minimize like awful genocides that happen all over the world, but I don't know what the special ingredient was in that particular impact video, but it worked. I don't it know. Worked it worked a lot. Didn't didn't the guy yeah. that started it get caught for like publicly jacking off or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was the guy that, that yeah. negatively commented on our tweet last week. It's the same fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's it's King so. Cobra on well, I, I do love uh, that. So I officially got a new laptop and I'm not using my work laptop to record the pod anymore. So I could Google stuff like Coney 2012 masturbation. Um, oh, nice. And not, oh, no. and, and not uh, get flagged or anything. Um, that, uh, I, did a, a, a similar, I did a similar <laughs> thing last night. I, 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 I think that King Cobra guy is hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm just like, I just want to get it out there. I, there's a certain video I made on a porno website, masturbating. It's for the ladies. And I was like, I wonder what this video looks like. Couldn't find it anywhere. Because oh he always, he always so talks good. about, he always talks about his wrench. So I wanted to do a bit of research to see if it, it's true, but couldn't figure it out. So like, you know, I love, I love my freaks and I like, I distinctly follow a lot of uh, freaks on Instagram. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think know. King Cobra, I think King Cobra is like a little step too far because it feels almost like criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%. Like it feels, I don't know, like Mikey Miles is probably my extent because I know he is a creep, um, like just like <laughs> harasses women and shit. But it's so fucking funny that he thinks he can be an actor and stuff. And if someone in our audience has no idea what we're talking about, I, I, that's, I'm glad that they don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Because yeah, you live a great life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, seriously, it's 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 upsetting because I think it's so funny, Mikey. Sorry, I'm just gonna say one thing about Mikey Miles because he posted something. I think it was literally today because I obviously keep up with this guy. Um. <laughs> There was last you night. Probably, like <laughs> the alerts turned on. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be post so noties. much. The post notice. But he he <laughs> he has a selfie outside of a police station. He said filing a, a police report today finally, and talks with my private investigator. Oh, life can be interesting. And then his his mantra or like motto is just a kid from New York always. Um, Sweet. Yeah, and the one before it. Because also, also he has a history of like being in trouble with the cops because he's like DMs women and stuff and harass women and um, oh no. Anyways, <laughs> there's one before it. Sorry, this is my last. <laughs> this one before it uh, was I might try to sell this bad boy. Maybe I'll make a cent. Crying emoji. LOL. Um, it is a penny from 1919. So he found just an old penny and is like, this is worth something. Like he wow. Like you know when you're like you're like 10 years old and you think that. Like, oh, this penny's like yeah. over 100 years old. I bet it's worth like a million dollars. Wow. <laughs> so oh my fucking God. good. Sorry. He's he's the best. Not the best. Not the best. Not the best. Um, it's, yeah, it's just so... <laughs> he brings me joy because I could, I know I could feel better about my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's important. You need that. You need that validation, buddy. And you know what? We're going to we're gonna give it to you. Uh, just uh, from, a, from a timing perspective, gentlemen, I thought I would shift gears a little bit and get into some of the hardcore hockey analysis just just like uh just like our, our guy from last week um yeah like, did you want to if, if you have nhl news in your in your bio like is that to suggest that you're like an insider like people should follow you for the news <laughs> yeah i don't i i think okay. he meant hawk i think he meant hockey news like i think let's he's just him like, on. yeah let's get him on let's talk about all of the things that he's super knowledgeable on and well, this guy might be an expert that's true and i know I well like i said he I, he he refused to comment so okay well that's fine let's just you know what let's uh let's you know let sleeping dogs lie all right that's where we're at yeah you know, um you know who uh is speaking of new york thomas is this guy what's this guy's name again i'm not gonna say his uh, name okay. no the guy no the creepy guy what oh mikey miles oh 
Yeah. Mikey Miles. Yeah. Does he frequent restaurants? Is he a waiter? <laughs> I think he got fired from a lot of waiter jobs. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe he maybe he should go back into the industry somewhere around MSG because uh, word on the street is Chris Kreider's a big tipper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Guys, he's got four goals in the series and all of them are tipped in the front of the net every single one of them i think the grossest tip of this the playoffs so far is bertuzzi's pinball machine yeah yeah but pretty good Kreider is a tipping machine grossest yeah, tip i'm starting look, to feel, are, are, I, <laughs> yeah i'm talking about, I'm talking about yeah i'm talking about the end of his stick that he doesn't tape bertuzzi just fucking cuts it and goes i think grossest tip you're looking down your pants Okay, okay. you're that's you're re- you're reaching for that one, you pervert. Yeah, yeah. How's yeah. that reaching? That's like yeah. not even. That's very obvious. Yeah, that was no, such low hanging fruit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was seriously. Um. Okay, so <laughs> the Devils, the first team that's going to get uh, swept in this playoffs, because it's really yeah. starting to feel like it. I I thought they were going to do a lot better. I really did. I think I even had them winning. I I'm trying to go to my bracket here. What was my like the series yeah, or the no, cup? No, the series, the series, okay, yeah. not the cup. No, I had the Rangers going all the way to the final. Yeah, like I think the Rangers like are just too happen. good. Yeah, and Vanek like, gets turned into a pumpkin. So you know, yeah, like it's over, you know? it's so it's such like a cliche to do it like position by position breakdown. And I'm sure if we recorded long enough and did a playoff preview, we'd be like end up doing that for every series, and it'd be three hours long. Um, yeah, but but the, but like I wrote on. Brochure talk, we just a little like quick because obviously there's nothing going on with the Flyers. So we did like a little round table of like playoff predictions and series predictions. And my yeah. my blurb about this series, the Devils and Rangers series was the shortest. And I was like, it's both teams are annoying as hell, but Rangers have the better goalie, better blue line and better forward group. It's just like yeah. done. Yeah, like it's just think, it's just everywhere yeah. they're just better. So I, I have the Rangers going through to play Boston in the conference finals, and Boston beating out the Rangers. Okay, yeah, yeah, that can happen. Like, I, yeah, like I see that. I think the Rangers are just too good. Like I, I can't see a lot of holes that they have because they fit, the major yeah. flaw that they had like two years ago was five on five defense, and they were very yeah. they were like holding off on Shesterkin. And depending on their power play, so they're basically like the Oilers right now um, yeah. to get any goals. But now it's just like they're just dangerous at no matter what time, like all 60 minutes, they're dangerous. Yeah. 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 So, it, they're just, it feels they're like so that. deep. Like they're so deep. Like it's, and it was, and it didn't really, like, obviously you knew getting Patrick Kane was going to make such a big difference, but you don't realize how huge of a difference he made on the team, right? Like he just, he allowed, like, he allowed, the roster to just open up to play wherever they want up and down the lineup, right? Well, yeah, like their goal last night was nasty. When yeah, he was. was like very obvious that he was going to saucer it to Kreider and he just eats Vanacek uh, out of his jock. And that's like, yeah. that's showtime. Like that's Patrick Kane, man. And yeah. on top of that, if you think about like what each team added at the deadline and then you look at what, what the Rangers are able to do just from like a, you know, Thomas, you said it a minute ago, like, being a deeper team, like Tarasenko has also been amazing, right? Yeah. As, as I think a lot of people were hoping for coming out of St. Louis, right? Kind of with, with a bit of a whimper and not a bang, right? And now you look at them, you look at him on this team and it's, it's like rejuvenating his career. But yeah. like, if you think about, you know, how how uh, the Devils have looked, you know, I, they, they're just kind of, they're, they're, they're not really doing anything like impressive, right? Yeah. And uh, it's... Well, the- and then, Timo but they Meyer has been a non-factor for me. So glad yeah. that they, you know, went crazy, crazy, crazy to get him, and he's he's done nothing. Well, it's they they went like it's they they had such high expectations coming out of the regular season, right? And I think it's just yeah. like they they just gassed themselves trying to make such a wave in the regular season that I, you can tell they're just tired, right? Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. I, honestly, like. For the Devils, I feel like any result is just icing on the cake. Like, obviously being swept, yeah. like, potentially swept doesn't feel good. But, like, 
before the season, it's more, it's more I than what didn't people think, expected. Yeah, I didn't think the Devils would make the playoffs. I thought Columbus was like the better overall team after yeah. adding Gaudreau. Of course, yeah. I didn't see Jack Hughes yeah. like Jack Hughes taking over and um, guys like Sharon Sharon Govich or um, their other guy. I guess like Oquist and Pratt and stuff, just like yeah. adding offensive depth. But um, yeah, like I think the Rangers are just this is their next step, and they're already mm-hmm. a good team. And like mostly just always automatically get into the end of the first round. So I think, yeah, I think this Rangers team is good. Maybe the only hole would be like their bottom defensive pairing. But that's like, yeah, that's like, that's like complaining about like a backup catcher for like in the World Series or something. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just, Nico Mikola and Brandon Shader are probably playing like 18 minutes or like 16 minutes, maybe like the a, yeah. a quarter of the game. Did you guys you see? Know, like, um, really? Go ahead, no, no, go ahead. I was just going to make a joke about Eric gonna... Stahl scoring the straightest goal okay. I've ever seen. But Well, hey, let's, let's move into that. Let's move, <laughs> let's move into that one next. But before we get there, um, you know what's super weird about the, the Devil's blue line is Jonas Siegenthaler's been scratched the last two. Yeah, that's stupid. So yeah. that they could put in Brendan Smith. And He's I their best like, de- defensive huh? player. Yeah. I, it, yeah, anyways. I just, uh, you know, what's the likelihood the fans turn on Lindy Ruff again? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens, <laughs> but do not understand that decision. Okay, Carter, go ahead and make your marks or your uh, Eric Stahl joke. No, I was just going to say, do you guys see him score the straightest goal you've ever seen two nights ago? But it was a Which bad joke. It was just, he scored. Okay. It was just, he had so much time, but it was, it was commenting back on him not wearing the Pride Night jerseys and how straight oh, and yeah. manly his goal was. Mm. Wow. You know, I've had some time. I've spoken to my family. I've spoken to my friends. I spoke to the Lord. I've looked in the good book. And mm. uh, I can tell you guys that the Florida Panthers are going to beat Bob Erie. You think so? That's a certified yeah, dude, that's a certified, certified, straight prediction. <laughs> Yo, but, but like, hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. There, there's nothing gay about that so, prediction. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> so Jesus. where we're at right now is we're at a point in the you know kind of series right now where obviously it's tied 1-1 they got game three tonight um i was seeing some stuff online about bergeron i don't know if i want to comment on it too much because i don't think it's been confirmed but like he's going through some family stuff right now by the sounds of it which is which is not good and they say if he's playing tonight thomas i feel like you'd have your finger on the pulse on that but yeah i've been working all day um let me just Search his name. If, uh, if they, um, there is someone saying, "What the fuck played?" Blah, if, blah, my if, prayed, if, blah, if Florida, blah. if Florida beats Boston, um, I I think New York and Edmonton are going to be playing in the Cup final. Yeah, sorry, what was that? Sure New York and... Edmonton, buddy. You don't think so, huh? So crater against no. the Kings. Well, wait, Edmonton. Well, wait till we go to the Western Conference. Okay. Go ahead. Oh. Before I think before we move on, Chris, we have to know where you're calling from. It's going to have to have to happen every week to give an explanation. Oh, yeah, I'm on my way to work. I'm on the floor yeah. right now. We're, we're going to have to set the stage for our fans as we hop into episode two yeah. here. Dude, can I just tell you guys that T.O.'s, T.O.'s response to the tweets last week like legitimately <laughs> made me like laugh out loud, like full belly laugh. Yeah, I'm sure this is just um, a one-time thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was crying laughing at that. <laughs> And I think it's because I know his sense of humor. Yeah. And I can like literally picture him saying it, which made it even funnier. Uh, but yeah, that was super funny. I, that, I'm sure it's just a one time thing. Okay. Yeah. Official oh, update yeah. is no one official update is that no one knows if Bergeron traveled with the team to Florida. Right. So, so oh, wow. Bergeron is obviously a big piece of that team. Yeah. Um, I don't love like some of the defensive decisions that they've made either, with like no. Rizlick not playing. He's a guy that can just get the puck out of the zone. And Florida, like, I think I may have said this to you guys before, but, like, they've been playing they've been playing playoff-style hockey for the last three weeks just to get into yeah. the playoffs, right? That's not to suggest that Boston hasn't, but Boston's been able to, like, kind of let, like, let their foot off the gas a little bit because they've been in the playoffs since, like, November. So yeah. it's one of I those things where, I don't know, man, I just I have a good feeling about the way that they're playing – um, they're getting good goaltending from Alex Lyon, and like who knows, maybe he'll turn into a pumpkin That's as well. So but um, it is so yeah, funny. Cool. But like when the goalie's hot, the goalie's hot. Like that's what happened. Yeah. Where did so Alex Lyon play? He was with the Flyers for a long time. Okay, that's right. Um, he was with the Flyers. And then he was he for uh, in Chicago for the Wolves, like in the AHL. Yeah. That's what it is. yeah. Um, no, he didn't. 
Oh, he did that for one season, sorry. And then he went to the... Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah it was one season. Yeah, and then the Canes... Yeah, so it was the Flyers and then the Canes, mainly in the AHL, just for one season, and then Flyers' last two seasons. Um, yeah, he's, from, or sorry, uh, Panthers' last two seasons. Panthers' last two seasons. He came from the NCAA, and I remember when he came out of college, mm-hmm. it was like a big deal that he went to Philadelphia, and I know he mostly spent time in Lehigh Valley, but still, I mean, I don't know. It's, goalies are so funny in the sense that, like, you know, you can have a goalie who's been, like, an absolute stud all season, and then they just, like, fall off a cliff. I think of, like, a Cal Peterson almost, or, like, Grubauer last yeah. season. Like, he seemed, seemed to look good or better, at least this season. But, in yeah, any case, like, yeah, my, I think yeah. it could happen, man. I think it would be, like, the most insane upset of, of the playoffs, but I, I could definitely see it happening. We could finish on this series with one point that I saw was made. Um, in a blog that I read, but basically, so the only two, there are only two teams this season that Boston lost to twice. Do you know which ones they were? Florida, Florida one of them? Yeah, Florida and Toronto North Carolina. No. Okay, sorry. There, there's a connection with Florida and this team, a, a, a family connection. Ottawa? Uh, Ottawa, Ottawa yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they, they lost to the Kachuk brothers a total of four times. So the oh, Kachuk wow. brothers are the Bruins kryptonite. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's just they so, don't like seeing sense, Keith. Like, they don't like Keith staring at his phone all game. They yeah. look up and they see that monster staring at his little cell phone. Yeah, just in not the paying attention and, to the game at all. Yeah, um, and that, yeah. That, so that that's why fun. that's why I can partially join you, Chris, on the prediction because I feel like Panthers just annoy the hell out of the Bruins, unlike anyone else. They do, yeah. That's like you know, some crazy, vo- voodoo magic prediction. It is, but it's, I think it could happen, man. Yo, you know who also has also been like an insane difference maker for that team? Brandon Montour. Yeah. Dude, he has like a point Gross, per, he had man. a point per game this season. He's yeah. terrible defensively, but like exactly. I did not realize I was looking around like point totals or whatever before the season before the playoffs started. And I was like, Brandon, like yeah. I think he he finished with like seventy five points wow. as a defenseman. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gross. Really good. Really, really, really good. Yeah, 73 points in 80 games. It's insane. Yeah, not bad. Um, all right, let's, yeah. let's shift gears and talk. Let's talk about the emotional roller coaster Chris has been on with the Tampa uh, Toronto series. Yeah, Chris, you could just go off for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll, I don't I'll, have I'll, really put, all that I'll put us on mute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, set a, set a timer. No, I mean, here's, here's where I'm at. Like, uh, you know, if they had laid an egg last night, I would have been like probably inconsolable today. But... As far as I'm concerned, like, they uh, they came out of the gate well yesterday. Like, you know, they, they, they were on time, which made a big difference. Marner scoring that goal quickly after drawing a penalty. Like, obviously, that looked good and felt pretty good. Um, I just think that, you know, Bunting being out of the series is – or, well, could be out of the series, out for a bit, is not, like, a detriment that I think other people think it is. Because no, I think no. Matthew Nice has been so good. If you think right? of the trade-off, like, uh, Chernak – Chernak and Bunting, I think Tampa has it worse off. Well, and even like Bunting yeah, just not taking course. not taking stupid penalties or not yeah. getting penalized yeah. because the refs. Oh yeah, them it's, it's almost whatever better way than you want it to say. Yeah. But yeah, like Bunting doesn't provide enough offense or defense, like while actually on the yeah. ice to, to like, be taking outweigh, the penalties that he's doing. Yeah, outweigh t- like being in the box so much. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, but the other, the other, the other piece of all of it is that um, you know I think. Like I, I'm really on the yarn crop on the uh, yarn croak rather on the on the top line. Like I love that. Oh, I love that they have the flexibility of moving O'Reilly down to the third line. I don't think yeah. him being in the top six does as much as I thought it would. Like originally, seen Tavares moved to the wing. Like I don't like it. They're too slow. Like they can't they can't move quick enough, right? And so I'm good with that line of a, a Chari Nice and. Uh, and O'Reilly, like that, might be my well, favorite line on the well, Leafs right can, now. Can, he elevate O'Reilly. O'Reilly, elev, O'Reilly sort of elevates him so much. Like he, oh like yeah, it's, big time. It's in, it's insane. Like putting him down there was such a, a smart move. Like it, like I, I think Keith's a bit of a goof. Like if, if you watch the first game, like he wasn't like he wasn't playing chess at all. Like you're you're watching like no. you're watching like Stamkos and Kucherov out against like the the fourth line like. There's no like consistency yeah. in what he was doing, but bringing yeah bringing uh, O'Reilly down there and like elevating those guys and giving Yarncroke the opportunity like like I 
I the only reason why I never forgot about Yarn Croak is because he's on my Be a Pro team, and, <laughs> and so I always, I I always just I I always liked Cali Yarn Croak because he's he's just like yeah. a quiet producer, right? And so giving him the opportunity to play like how he was when he was at his height in Nashville, like yeah, it's it's yes, yeah. he's yeah. doing what he was supposed to be doing when they brought him on, right? Like I yeah. think and he can be a he can be a finisher on that line so that it's not just the yeah. that needs to be the finisher, right? No, he's he's sweet. Um, he is sweet. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just had to do that. Um I think Keith spreading out the talent among the lineup is almost like in a roundabout way making Keith like covering up Keith's mistakes because he has hundred percent. Really, he has really fucking he has, he has really fucking sucked at matching lines, like, yeah. in the playoffs. He just yeah. doesn't... It's it's almost like he has just an automatic, like, one, two, three, four. Like, it's almost like he just goes into autopilot that way. He, he doesn't understand yeah. that you could... You don't have to play them in order. Um, so... I yeah. think just spreading out, yeah. like moving O'Reilly down, making the fourth line a little bit better. I think it's almost like just covering up that mistake of being like, it doesn't really matter who's on the ice at yeah. a point. Yeah. Well, game one, it, it was terrible. Yeah. You saw you saw game one that like he was putting out the, like the Tampa's fourth line was out and then he yeah. would put out his fourth line. It's like, no, yeah. like make, like put out Matthews and Marner. Like, come on. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. Well, no, and it's it, like it, it was it was brutal to watch the first game. Like it's, and I always like I I want the Leafs to do well because my life is ultimately better when the Leafs do well. Um, but the like so watching that, um, and then watching last night's game. Yeah, we're missing Hedman and Chernak, and I I said this like leading up to the the playoffs that like the Leafs didn't build a team to get build a team enough to get behind Tampa. And they didn't pad their defense and goaltending enough for Tampa to stop Tampa. But last night looks like the team that they intended to build for the playoffs. Like they, yeah. they played, they played ex- like you can see the moves they made and the pieces that they built and the lines that they've created. That looks like the team on paper that they intended to to field for the playoffs. And I was like, wow, it's all coming together. <laughs> like it took a it took a game and it took Hedman and Chernak like leaving for it to like come to life. But it, that that's the team and it's it, you, like you see what they can do now right yeah absolutely and i mean the injuries you know are, are gonna be a talking point here like i was listening to Dreger talking about it on first up this morning as before we started this call and speculation is that it's a groin injury or like a lower back injury yeah. um and so you know we're, uh, yeah for no, Edmund, so that'll be interesting oh, Edmund's a groin but Chernak Chernak is a concussion, I think, is more or yeah. less what that what the thought is. And I mean, if they have two of their top four out, um, you know, that's going to be a problem. But I also think that, you know, it, I don't know. I'm so cautiously optimistic that, like, I've seen the Leafs go through this so many times where it's like, oh, there's a very clear path to the Stanley Cup. You just got to beat Montreal or you just got to beat Columbus or, oh, you just got to yeah. you just got to beat Boston once or twice. Right. Like. You know, I, I just, I don't trust that they're going to make the yeah. decisions that they need to make to get them over the hump here. And well, he's, yeah, like he's, he's not, he, he line matched okay last night, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't it's, to Thomas's those, point, the spread was there, like for him to not, right. like yeah. the spread was there to like catch him not being quick on, on the trigger. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, the the weird, the craziest thing for me is like after watching game one, and they they had they they were talking about um, Toronto was playing Tampa since December eight. Like if if we look at the standings, that's how long Toronto has been playing Tampa oh, for yeah. in the playoffs. And yeah, I don't think they built a team to beat Tampa. Like Tampa really is their only hurdle in the East. I, I feel like, and like it's yeah. that. And so having that much time, especially before the deadline to like properly prep and like make a team to get through the first round and a team to get through the first round against Tampa specifically. I think that's like a huge top down fuck up. Like it's, I, I don't know. It's I, I, after hearing that, I was like, wow, they really didn't prepare properly. Like they didn't, they didn't go after goaltending. They didn't go after solidifying even a, a second pairing defense that was somewhat like usable. Like it's, I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I really hope like for for your feelings, Chris, that they can squeak this one out, but I really don't think it's gonna Yeah, me too. I don't I, I think they, they the team that they built for the playoffs you can see coming to life, 
but they didn't build the proper team to get through a healthy Tampa. But luckily, yeah, Tampa's I don't know. Team, so. I feel like they did. Like, I, I kind of disagree in the sense that, like, they, they did what they needed to do, addressing depth in the bottom six. They addressed it. They addressed defense. Um, you know, Hall not really playing on the team. They front loaded. Well, yeah, they got Gustafson. They've got Lilligren who's been sitting. Right, like Gustafson can can be like a, a quarterback on your second power play. He's been injured though, right? They got O'Reilly I mean, from like, like a center depth perspective. But the, what uh, would you I, have done Tampa, though? Like Tampa's a team that will get behind you and put the puck at the net. Like if you watch Tampa, they like I guess last night the the offensive possession was pretty even. But Tampa's a team that sure. like, you need strong defense and strong goaltending. Like it doesn't matter how many. Like you have Vasilevsky, who last night I would argue is an outlier for how many goals he let in. But they're Tampa's yeah. a defensive strong, goalie strong, offensive strong team. Yeah, like they're, and so yeah. Toronto, who is like offense very strong, defense like I would say B plus, and then goaltending I would put at a B B plus. Like it's like you kind of need to bring those those two those two components up to get through Tampa. And I sure, but have you have you considered the passion though? <laughs> It's just something I think that. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the. Let's move on to the next. We can go on this forever. No, I because I don't really want to talk about Carolina Islanders. It doesn't matter. Carolina's up. Dude, I do. Hey, I can sum up Carolina (laughs) Islanders in two words. Are you ready? Yeah. Frank Burns. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Barry boy. Best player in the Um, series, and it's not even close. Yeah. He's, he has been such a difference maker for that team, man. And yeah. what a passer. I don't know if I fully appreciate it. Like, his offensive instincts are obviously incredible. But, like, yeah. some of the, like, steam passes he's making, like that, that uh, pass that he had to – who was it? He passes um, the puck harder than a lot of guys shoot the puck. Like, it's insane that people can even catch it. Sure, like, it's, but it's always tape to tape. And but that's what I mean. Like, accuracy. it's like, so quick, fuck. so fast, so good. And it's so, like, he, he like, tracks the puck. He hunts. That's, I, I hate to say it, but that's probably why he's such a good passer is because not only is he, like, an NHL, like, a, like, superstar, but he also hunts on his offseason. So he's never, he never turns yeah, off, true. like, how he tracks and moves things. Like, his, mm-hmm. his perception and his, like, movement and his reaction time never takes a break. And it's you, you like, do sound like a, like a Sportsnet feature editor, like oh, like just connect his <laughs> oh like hunting the off season to the way that he like no, but it's true pop. though. Similar, similar <laughs> like uh, like oh. eye coordination and like that type of thing. But yeah, like um, yeah. But if, if you like think of it, like he's, he's hunting a deer like 150 yards out, he's got to track that like running deer and like shoot it and hit it with like mm. precision accuracy, right? That's the same thing with with a puck and a moving target, and like, I, like it's the same. It's the same like brain mechanics, right? And no, I I, I do understand. It's just very funny to like make the. Connection. I know. So more, so I, we need Carter, Morgan Riley. Carter. We need we need Morgan Riley to take up hunting in the off season. Yeah, exactly, That's exactly. Carter, Carter wants uh, Carter wants He wants him yeah. to outlet past two hundred feet, one end to the other end, and just hit Matt Martin in the side of the head. That's what yeah, exactly. he wants right now. <laughs> Oh my god! It's crazy though. Like if you like, they the games are like very boring until the special teams like are, are happening. Yeah. And even then, like the Islanders are just the most boring team I've ever watched in my entire life. And then you yeah. get to watch Carolina, who's also like not scoring a ton of goals. You know, when you've got you know uh, who is it? You got Teravainen out, and you've got Sveshnikov out. Like you know, they're they're getting goal scoring by committee, which is interesting. Um. As, as I kind of tr- transition this conversation to Seattle and, and Colorado, like wow, how the, good is Seattle? I think that like, Seattle is so fun to watch right now, man. I'm loving every second of it, and I it's hope crazy. they beat the Avalanche. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I knew they were doing well, like obviously, like looking at the standing, but I didn't realize how good they actually were. I was always like, oh, we'll see. Come the playoffs, like they they are they are the ones that are going to turn into a pumpkin, but they're 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 putting the Avs to the test, which is nuts. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of it so far. I think yeah. like Polvinen has been so good for that team. Um, I just I still can't believe that it didn't work out in Nashville for whatever reason. But anyhow, he's with Seattle now. He's crushing it. Um, just the entire team, like, and they don't have like a superstar, right? You know, that's always the commentary that people have around Carolina. Like, oh, they don't have a bona fide superstar. 
And I mean, I'd say Ajo or Svechnikov is, but that's besides yeah. the point. And you look at you look at Seattle, and you're just like, you think, how Eberle? are they going to do it? But like, yeah, Eberle's been great. Um, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Jared McCann. But I'm just saying, Eberle is like their their quote unquote big name, right? Like, yeah, I think Beniers will turn into that. Obviously, it's just like yeah. his. Oh, for sure, he will rookie yeah. season but um yeah like i think it's just it's just depth and that's what they've kind of focused on like they might have the deepest one of the deepest like forward lineups in the west just because there's no like yeah. their second line of james schwartz wenberg and geeky not the most like creative players but just straightforward third line mm-hmm. tolvin gord bjorkstrand that's unreal um oh i forgot about yanni gord yeah there you go and then brandon tana brandon tana tanev uh ryan donato and daniel sprong who are just like Ta- kind of outcasts of, of from other prospects. Tanev also had the most normal interview I've ever seen him give uh, yesterday between <laughs> periods. <laughs> oh my God. I, I was but like, yeah, what's I happening? They're just like so, they're just so deep. Like there's not really a hole like you could really yeah. point out. No. Like it's just, other than goaltending, but the goaltending has turned out to be fine so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, like on the other end, the Avs, that's where I feel like Seattle's taking advantage because they're without Makar and Landis Gog. Yeah. So there have like holes have come up. Like like they're playing Dennis Malgan on the third line of like all players. Like a, it's it's hard to kind of see and make sense. But um, wait, is Makar back? Uh, not last night. Uh, not yet. No, not yet. Soon. But even then, like Colorado, I mean, obviously it can never count them out. It's just it's been fun to watch Seattle play that style. I mean, they lost last night three two against the but they, but they they had them against the ropes like it was two nothing for the longest time right yeah i think just yeah it's uh, i don't know it's, it's an so, interesting series but i still think avalanche is gonna win even though i want seattle to win sorry Tom. go ahead buddy don't pay attention to anything we're saying mccarr played both games already really oh okay yeah, so, he was, never, he mind. Was, oh God, never mind i'm usually because it, it that series happens like late and i'm usually like passed out already but, yeah um, yeah me too yeah like i usually watch the first period so i'm not really paying attention to a lot but i uh yeah yeah so just don't listen um, we're fine we're fine <laughs> yeah, still listen to our podcast uh so you have like 20 minutes to talk about the other three series um, that's fine yeah okay so let's talk about dallas and minnesota um i think um oh, why is his name i'm, I'm about to talk think? about concuss- i'm about to talk about concussions and i and now i'm forgetting a name um fuck. Wait, who got co- let's oh, Joe Pavelski? Let's get Pavelski, Jesus. Yeah, Pavelski. Yeah. I, I should be on the concussion protocol of Pavelski. He can't take another hit. Like every no. time you rub a, no. like it, I every time I see Pavelski, like someone come close to him, like, oh god, no. Like ever since he was like bleeding from his ears on the ice, I'm like, this he's a liability. Like he's I don't I don't know. I I, I think he's a great hockey player and he's been around for a long time but i don't think it's safe for him to play the game anymore yeah because it was, it was him against yeah. that in that vegas series right yeah like 29 that happens that once that happens once a year to pavelski though where like i've never seen anyone <laughs> get like knocked out like every season like for yeah. just like a like a yeah big hit but not one that you shouldn't be prepared to take as a as a hockey player right yeah i, I worry for him but dallas is playing well yeah, I think Dallas is going to win this series, um, especially so. if Marc-Andre Fleury's in that. He was giving out a lot of uh, cookies yeah. the last series or the last game. Yeah. What's like? What's the pulse right now for Minnesota fans, do you think, Connor? Um, They want Gustafson that, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a layup. I think they blame that a lot. I think they blame Game 2's loss a lot on Fleury being in that, but... Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of it's also just the defensive, like the lack of defense. Um, yeah, that we saw in game two. I think, I think Minnesota is more of an even matchup than people were thinking against Dallas. Yeah, but they're still. Yeah. I think they're just not on the same level, um, like anywhere on the ice. Like they might have a deeper blue line, but like you're talking no, about Heiskanen versus Spurgeon, and like, and then you're getting into the weeds of like, okay, is Esselindell better than Jake Middleton? Like it's just like getting into that and like whatever um yeah i'm just i'm i, I think i'm just tired of talking about the wild uh, i kind of just <laughs> okay, want we, to be done. we won't, bring, we won't bring it up again <laughs> no it's two games in I i'm think, just like annoyed with it already thomas i think the other thing that like pretty pretty crazy about that series is like rufe hints has just had their number <laughs> yeah oh he's so good two games that that goal he's the other night so was unreal the, the yeah breakaway yeah, the shorthand yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so good yeah, he's nasty. He's nasty. I think like 
Jason Robertson's been as advertised. Again, yeah, had that sure. goal the other night. Um, you know, I think that just, yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury just looked so out of sorts the last game. And like, it's crazy to me that Everson decided to go with, uh, decided to go with Marc-Andre Fleury when Gustafson like stood on his head the previous game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, man. I, uh, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. This is actually kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, the other day, I was thinking about the wild goaltending situation. I was just like, why don't they just put Cam Talbot in that? Like, why is it Cam Talbot playing in that? And I was reminded about the Gustafson Talbot trade. And then I was like, oh, my God, Ottawa. Like, you literally traded this guy who could have been, like, your number one goalie for Cam Talbot. as a guy you're not even going to fucking re-sign this offseason. Wow. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, it's um yeah, I think I think Minnesota might win tonight cuz the first game back at home um but it also all depends on who gets back from injury cuz game 2 they're without their obviously Erickson X has been gone for the whole series but Ryan Hartman was gone yeah. from game 2. So like you're think, playing Sam Steele at the first line and then Frederick Goudreau as the second line. Like I think if they don't if they don't win That's tonight, not even a playoff that's, team. That's, that's, not, that's, like, that's barely a playoff team. Yeah, if they don't win tonight, yeah. that's the series, I think. Yeah. Thomas, I will say though that I really did like the re-signing of, of uh Goudreau. How did you say it? Goudreau, Goudreau, I don't know. Frederick Goudreau, yeah. 89. Um, I like that that deal because it's crazy because he was bouncing around so much, it felt like, and like yeah. it's not even team to team, but just like up and down in the minors and what have you. And to see a guy like that get a five-year deal, I was I, like, it made sense to me. He's played and, and fit into a, a particular role on that team, which I think is great. Um, but but yeah, it'll be interesting to see like what the next next little bit looks like. I still have Dallas beating them, but um, I honestly yeah, thought Minnesota I, you know, was no going to come away with it. I like because I expected like, and I should have known this because Flurry is not a playoff goaltender. Like I'm every year. I'm like, oh, Fleury's going to do well in the playoffs. Like, he's he's a great goalie. He's going to be lights out. But he didn't do like, if you think back to the Pittsburgh days, it was all. Yeah. Um, it was it was it wasn't like Fleury did fuck all. Like like he did nothing to yeah. get Pittsburgh two cups, right? Like it, his his third ring was all Matt Murray. Yeah, and I was going to say it's, yeah, it was all true. Murray and um, what's his name? Um, fuck, I'm so bad with names today. He made the mask for himself. Old goalie. Miami. No, well, no, Thomas. Tom no, Thomas, wasn't it? What, Tim, Tim Thomas? No, no. I'm being facetious. I'm just trying to think of old Pittsburgh goalies. You're talking about uh, Casey DeSmith or uh, Tristan Jari. No, I'm talking like the about fir- the, the, the first year. The first the year, he, year, he played He played 24 games in the playoffs. So then it was the second and third year then, because Matt Murray had... The second one was, was Matt Murray, and then the third yeah. one was... Sorry, I got the years mixed up. The back-to-back, the 2016, he played only two games. Yeah. And then 2017, he played 15. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Like, he's not a playoff goalie. Yeah, recently for sure. The Yeah, the the second ring was... Wait, was that in the Matt Murray? I don't even fucking know. Whatever. I don't, who cares? But um, I'm saying it was the second strings that carried Pittsburgh to their cups. It wasn't Flurry. Yeah, yeah, the second, I, the second and third rings for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. You just gotta yeah. like get a feeling for yeah that the injury issue with, with Minnesota needs to be figured out. I just like you know for my my friend Thomas's well being. I just want them to you know <laughs> you can't be covering two failure teams. Yeah, that that's honestly the only reason why I want Minnesota to do well ever is for my friend Thomas. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. No, it's okay. And I mean, I, here here's. Here's the thing. You'll never have a writer like me at Hockey Wilderness ever again. So, you know, I want you to have it's some un- It's good unfortunate. Here. They're so... I'll talk to you guys off air. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh... I'm worried about you. <laughs> um, the Punisher. Vegas, Winnipeg. I, I'm surprised with Winnipeg. Uh, yo, can I just tell you guys... Uh, and I'm only like on this drama of, of the internet from like the last little bit here. But um, Ian Kennedy from the Hockey News is soft as baby shit. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> that that take about Morgan Barron is so. Oh so yeah. Stupid. I didn't even see this. And, what was it? And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound like a caveman. And I listen. I know the guy's getting getting uh, kind of trampled on right now by the Barstool fans and the Spit and Chicklets fans. And I, I know he's getting it from all angles right now. But he's also going to get it from the hosers and the hosers fans. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the like hockey is is you know 
I can't even believe I'm, these words are coming out of my mouth. It's, it's a tough sport. There's, there's fighting, there's hitting, hitting, like there's physicality, there's injuries, there's like all of these different things. And yeah. I don't think anybody was trying to glamorize what Morgan uh, Barron had gone through as much no. as it was a, a point for the team to rally around this injury. That could have been a very serious injury. That part of his perspective, I get. Like I, that part, I understand. As someone who's had a couple pairs of stitches in my face, I get it. And I've had a couple dangerous <laughs> yeah. encounters as well. I get it. On I very, almost had on my very big days. Out. On very big days, like a wedding, for example. Um, <laughs> but the thing that the thing about it that like kind of kills me is like this is not like a. It's not perpetuating any like negative hockey stereotypes or rhetoric as far as I'm concerned. This is a guy that got stitches, he came back, he finished the game. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't need to be some like anti like macho bullshit. Like at the end of the day, if he was well enough to play the game, there's no such thing as like stitches spotters, right? If he yeah. was well enough and the doctors deemed it well enough for him to come back, then he came back. If it's a concussion yeah. or something, that they I did all the they get they went through every precaution that was set out in the league rules and like 100%. the and so and and if you think about it though like it's one of the most iconic photos in hockey history is Salming's face yeah cut open I was like gonna say the Salming one hundred percent like it's stitches and, happen in hockey yeah. that's or 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 think of Johnny Bauer in the net with the big blood running down his face yeah. right like it's yeah it's like we're not hockey. we're not gonna act like yeah we're not gonna act like goalies weren't wearing masks for the first like 30 to 50 years of the game being played like give me a fucking break yeah. I th- so I think, anyways yeah like i i am on your guys side i think just generally people that just not need to stop like pearl clutching about every like aspect everything of the sport. yeah like, i think mm-hmm. it'd be worse player, if they... it, it'd be, oh, sorry, it'd be worse if a player if morgan came out and was like i don't know why they put me back in or whatever like yeah. if it wasn't yes. his decision but that's not what sure but it's 100%. his decision. That's not yeah. like it is up to the player, yeah. and it is a cut. It's not yeah. something that will affect your life forever. No. you'll have a massive scar, but it's not something that which like, is which is sick. Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. only is it sick, not only is it sick, but like let me let me just get this off my chest. It's also like the cost of doing business. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm passionate. It's, it's, I'm I'm recording a podcast. Okay, don't judge me. Well, I, that that's what I like. I was I forget. <laughs> Like the 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 moment I saw it, my dad and I were talking about it. I was like, "Fuck, I love playoff hockey." Like anybody can get a yeah. cut from the face and be like, "Oh, I, I need to go like rest. I'm not going to play. It's not safe." Like, no, he wanted to throw his jersey on. Oh, he never took his jersey off. <laughs> like, he wanted to keep it right. on and and win and be a part of the the team, right? And I, I I don't know. That that's right? a tough. One. So- it'd be it'd be worse if like they like say Dallas like skimped out on putting Pavelski through a protocol and put him back on the ice. Yeah, that's a huge fucking yeah, no-no. No. But getting a cut yeah, where you can get a cage to fully protect it, and it's like taped, and it's he's got shots, and it, he's got stitches, and there's nothing that can interrupt that wound anymore. Like, yeah, fuck off. And like, how often does that fucking like that doesn't happen? Like when part mm-hmm. of the, this guy's tweet or whatever was like spark. What was it? Fuck, I gotta go back on that. Uh, spark debate on facial protection. How often does someone? And he got like shoved into the skate. Like yeah. it was like, yeah, he was falling down and the skate went up and then like he was awkward, aw- awkwardly checked from behind. <laughs> and, like his face just went into the blade. So um, one of my, one of my like hot hockey takes, I think with like the speed, like if you think of how hockey's changed and like you hardly see slap shots anymore because guys can take a wrist shot and a snap shot harder than they can like a slap shot. Yeah. Now how like sticks are made. I think as the game, keeps no, progressing, no, I feel like, I feel like cages are going to become an option for people like say five, 10 yeah. years. Like I think they're going to, I was, yeah. so I was ahead. joking, but I do think, I, I do think half cages could be a thing for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like a visor yeah, with a one of these... cage on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. I think, I think the league, yeah. I think the league safety opens up the option to those like in the near future with just how fast and how hard the game is now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's what disagree. this guy was getting to like, Oh, we should maybe discuss more about this, but I don't think it's like a national cry to no. start this movement because this happened. I yeah, just generally agree. maybe well, they're thinking about it. Be like, well, it's an option to have even just a bubble or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
but it's just i think well, not- like shit happens almost like and it's it's up to the yeah it's terrible yeah. that it like it could have <laughs> he could have lost like eyesight or whatever um mm-hmm. that would have been terrible but he came back and i get it's almost just like national it's like oh god okay um it's almost like I don't want to get on like a soapbox or whatever, but this whole thing of like everything has to be black or white. So if you agree that NHL player safety isn't taking things as far as they should, then you yeah. have to then you then every single time a player gets hurt, you have to take it to that point that they don't care. Like it's it's yeah. almost like there's no there's no ability to be in the middle, be like, well, it's up to the player. It wasn't like a brain injury. It's nothing, something that like will affect his quality of life 20 years from now. Think of of Philadelphia era Wayne Simmons. I don't think he knew where he was for those two last two years in Philadelphia because he was so fucking injured and held together. Like it's. Yeah. And that's like also where like it's, it's different from fighting too. Cause I feel like if you have to be anti fighting, then you have to be anti against all this other stuff. But like, and I think we, I've made this point on the pod before maybe, but it's like fighting is way different when it's between like two consenting people. Like I feel yeah. like more, right. like it's the things that are more dangerous if, if you take out fighting is that there's no way to control people from just yeah. like absolutely killing a dude along the boards. Um, Chris, yeah. Chris, I know you got a few minutes. Any last words, yeah. buddy? No, I, I, I uh, like this is the sport that we have fallen in love with. Yeah, are there flaws? Of course there are. Are there things that could be different? Yeah, definitely. But to Thomas's point, like the pearl clutching, which is like literally the perfect descriptor for this that happens when anything yeah. goes wrong is, is crazy. Like it's, it's crazy. It's not the sport that I know I signed up for. Um, and I know that, you know, that might be a caveman take or whatever. And uh, like, frankly, I don't give a fuck what people think about my opinion on that. Like this, this is the way that I like it. Um, if yeah. it were, if it were up to me, um, you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make some people upset with that thing. So I'm going to leave it alone. But in any case, um, yeah, I just don't have enough time to defend myself before I have to go. That's the truth. So anyhow, we'll, we'll talk about it on the next episode, but um, more hit, more fight hockey. That's, just the way that's, that's playoff hockey, baby. Rock'em, sock'em. Let's go. That's all that I, that's what I want. Yeah. If I wanted, be the to, title of the I wanted to watch yeah, rock them well, let's yeah. go. For, yeah, that's hockey playoff, maybe. Yeah. Playoff hockey. Yeah. Where I don't. Sorry, Chris. I where I don't. I, I, I'm the Joker, baby. That's oh playoff hockey, baby. <laughs> okay, you guys are the worst. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you both. All right, love you, boys. See ya. Oh, my God. Bye, guys. Bye.